Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want you to go ahead and grab your journals, get a place where you can take notes, or make sure that you come back to this one if you're listening to me on the go, and go back through and take some of these critique notes down for our future reference. So, I told you guys to join parties, to go to things, events, and take copious notes and figure out what they're doing and try to critique them as an author and see what happens. You know, how are they doing a rhetorical appeal to you? What's the way that they're trying to reach an audience? And most events... I would probably say are going to be more for pathos. They're going to try to go straight to the path of your emotions. And that'll be like a hook in. That'll be a, you know, this person wants to get to know me. Or this person is interested in something that matters to me. And so watch for those. And that might be one of your primary uh, rhetorical appeals that people will go to in their speeches or presentations or events. Well, I held a Facebook Live party, and because I watched one event, and then I watched some behind the scenes on YouTube on how the jewelry designers were putting together the event, I was like, okay, I got you. And, and I'm telling you, there were some awesome videos on YouTube from paparazzi sellers And I even made some comments to one of the ladies because I really got some great tips from her on, you know, how to host a party, a live party. Well, then I watched a lady doing a makeup video, which I sent to my friend who sells Lime Life. And it was like you already had your preset post done and you post your preset post in an event. But you don't have that live opportunity then but you can do videos you can do pre-recorded videos and so for example she would post a question she would have a poll she would have um, comments and she would get on there and talk then she would have a video of like a makeup tutorial that she had already saved then she would you know go back and vary up her post and then put another tutorial up and just to highlight a product or something like that well at first I said, I don't know about all that. I, I, I want to do a live. I want to be able to talk to my audience, tell them where Happy Renewal Year came from, talk with them through the structure of the book. And Well, you remember my live. I have almost 200 views on my live. And that I'm happy about because that has given me some exposure to people out there on the Facebook world. But... I did critique myself heavily about the live and I found a lot of areas that I needed to improve on and that is our learning opportunity. 
Well, our, our learn and you go back and listen to that one. I did an extensive um, critique on myself on the Facebook Live. Well, this one is not a Facebook Live critique. This one is an event critique on Facebook that I, as a participant, was evaluating. So I was watching how this author was setting up their stuff. They were getting ready to have a launch party. And this was um, the introduction to the trilogy of the, the third installment of their series. So this author already had a base, okay? So she's already had two books out. This was the third book in the series that I was watching how many people were clicking that they were going. Um, of course, you know, when it came across my feed, it was as an advertisement. So I knew that this person had, per had paid for, you know, this to go out and reach as many people in a certain demographic. Now the Facebook ads, I have ran those before. And I have not spent, like one time I spent $2, $5. One time I spent $10 on my Monarch business. Um, so yes, you know, doing a Facebook ad, if you're getting ready to have an event, I had not thought about that. Um, I was like, yeah, I probably need to run an ad. Even if it's a small ad and I get only North Carolina demographic, you know, if I really am specific, and I choose a North Carolina demographic, um, maybe I can get some solid people, um, a fan base growing with ads if I really tailor it um, to the Southeast, or I don't know, I'm, I'm still contemplating that. So you guys think about Facebook ads before an event, and I would do one, you don't have to spend $100 on an ad. I don't know what her budget was, but I would say, you know, really think it through and look at a budget because what I saw was the giftings, and that's something that um, I talked about. I gave away my copies of my book, signed copies of my book, and digital copies of my book on my Facebook Live when people were commenting. Um, and I did it as right then you knew who it was. You knew who the winner was. So now I've learned some new tricks. Okay, sorry, this might be a long one because I'm talking out through. I'm going back and forth between my live and this event I saw. I'm trying to stay focused at the topic at hand and just talk about this event. Okay, so the person made a video prior to the event, and I let my son watch it with me, and he gave a critique. And the person um, had a beautiful background. It was gorgeous. They were... Um, simply dressed it wasn't like they were fancy but their environment was extremely fancy and they were talking about their book pitching the party talking about the giveaways talking about the people they were going to have on the party and they were going to have a total of five authors including themselves in the party and it was going to start at eight now that would be late for my target population probably some of them because bedtime for children it would kind of interrupt the party maybe um they might be tired i would think maybe seven for me so think about a time think about your target you know if you're trying to hit ya audiences um how long are they going to sit in front of the screen that's something you've got to consider are they going to stay with you for a party that's going to last four hours 
So I stayed for the entire duration of the party. It was three hours. Um, I was watching a recording of Kindred Spirits because I missed it last week, and that's my one of my favorite shows. So Kindred Spirits was on. I was in the party at the same time, and then I had to go up and just focus on the party so I could be more of a um, have an analytical eye and try to remember and start doing like multitasking between myself and the events um, that I was watching. So the video came up and it was like, you know, the party starting soon. When there was an hour to go, there was a message that was sent out that can't wait. There's an hour before our party. Um, people were starting to respond on those. People um, had better responses to the video introduction than they did to just the written post. So the videos were short. I will say that's a good tip is to start a video welcome early on about what the party is going to have as gifts because if you go ahead and see the gifts, it may want you to kind of participate a little bit more to see, hey, let me find out more about this author. And in the meantime, I could win their signed copy of this book. So consider showing ahead of time what your goodies are because I thought that was brilliant, okay? Then, once the party started, of course, you know, there's the introduction to the new book. And there was a giveaway very early, and it was a signed copy of the book. So, you started, so that person, they started off with that. Then, they branched out and they started asking very specific questions. So, there was a scene in the book where um, it's like an adventure scene. So then they would ask questions that were related to the theme. And I like that, but it was very generic. It, you did not have to read the previous books in order to answer the questions. So please keep that in mind, especially if you're launching multiple a multiple set book or something like that, because then you'll alienate people like me who actually like to answer questions and comments. Like I actually enjoyed it as a participant. Um, so, you know, what world would you like to live in from a book that you've read? And they're asking, you know, to find out what are some maybe settings, potential future, or, you know, they could be doing research in the background. I was thinking that too when I was watching some of the comments, especially from a best-selling author who got on there as a guest. They asked a very specific, like, if you could see a book that would have this in it, which one would you rather read? And I'm like, are they fishing for a topic with the audience? Like, how interesting. How cool is that? Like, I thought that that was a way that you could gauge interest of what's kind of in readers' minds at the moment. So, that's a good little place if you want to hold a survey. So, the author, you know, gets back on after a few of the questions. And they're rolling every three to five minutes. So we know that the person has a script already planned out. They're copying and pasting. Each one had an image. I really liked it when they would say, respond uh, with an image, find a picture to go along with what we're talking about. Um, I think that that one did draw a lot more comments. People live through pictures. I'm telling you guys, that's why I started something new last night on Pinterest. So I'm going to share that one with you probably later today uh, on my drive 
home from work, <laughs> I'll share a new idea, that a new challenge from images that I got last night from the party. It had, and it was totally not even related. But I was like, you know what? Look at the response of these images. I think I need to do something on Pinterest. So I did. And it didn't take me long at all. And it was fun. So anyway, sneak peek. Go to my Pinterest account if you want to look. <laughs> but anyway, back to the story. So after the, you know, the images and the little responses and the comments, then she would introduce a best-selling author. And she would say how she met the author, which each one of these authors, she when she did her pitch of who they were, she would say that she met them in writer's conferences. Now, I truly wish I had the money to be able to go to those fancy things, but at this time in my life, I'm so sorry that I cannot. One day, when I build up my Patreon and I can do conferences and I can do that and I can network and I can meet people, that would be absolutely amazing. But until then, I am learning and watching what happens. So she had all of these New York Times bestsellers in her pocket, okay? That means that those New York Times bestseller authors were going out there on their Facebook feeds and their Instagram and saying, don't forget to come to this party. I'm going to show up and I'm going to give a giveaway. You don't want to miss this person's party. So if you have people that you can keep in your pocket for days like the launch party, that is extremely smart because they can help you with your advertising and with your promoting. And then you can be on their launch parties and you can help them in return. So I always know that if somebody reaches out for you, you know, give them a, a way that they will also be able to connect with your readers. Um, I got another podcast about that one through an uh, organic experience that happened yesterday. I was having all kinds of stuff happening yesterday. Just not enough time in the day. <laughs> so the best-selling author would come on. Then they would talk about their book. They would ask a question that would be related either to their book or to some type of genre-themed question. All of the questions were really fantasy, magical, um, all of them. And I guess you've got to consider who is your target base. You've got to appeal to that base. And I saw like childhood memory, that is your pathos right away. Um, childhood experience, childhood magic, um, those are really tying into emotions. Um, those responses were super cool. And that was from a best-selling author getting on and asking a question. And then they would pick one person to comment. So I was watching how many times they would go down the, the line and make a comment. The participants were not normally commenting on each other. Occasionally there would be somebody that would say, oh, that's a cool idea. You know, be careful because you could go back in time and, and, you know, do the sound of thunder kind of thing. Or, um, But most of the time, it was just them interacting with the author's question. And then the author would pick one person that would say, so cool. Or they would, you know, type something a little bit more extensive. But it was really quick. Oh, I love that. It wasn't really long what the author would respond. And they would only pick like one person to respond to. So you don't have to constantly get on there and say something to everyone in the feed. 
Okay, so then that best-selling author would give away something, which would be a copy of their book. It would be a signed copy of their book. They did not do Kindle versions. Now, because Kindle gifting is really easy, you could consider that. Um, you could Kindle gift to people through Amazon gifting services. Um, or you could get their name and send it out. So then you got to think of your postage and you got to do your, again, you got to do your budget of how much, you know, you're willing to do and spend. So hard copies, the signed copies, I think are really the way to go. I really like that as the participant. I was really hoping I was going to get a signed copy. Uh, spoiler alert, I didn't win a single thing, but that's okay. I stayed for the whole party just because I was interested. I was engaged and I wanted to do this for research so I could share it with you. So then, um, since they had four guests, they would alternate the guests. And each time it was a very similar experience. The author would already have pre-prepared, pre-planned um, their comments with a picture and it would be posted up. Let me introduce, they would tell how they met. They would tell all about their book and what they loved about it. So they are pitching their books they're then showing appreciation for that author being there. They're thanking all of the fans for treating them well and responding to them. And then they go back to themselves, you know, they're part of it to themselves. And then they're saying, okay, you know, here's a new giveaway from me. So then it draws the attention back. Now the giveaways were varied. They were trading cards of characters. They were candles that the author had made. There was a necklace um, with the cover of the book. The, the candles had the tags on it that um, were something in the book. So, it, so like for mine, it would, it would be um, maybe the smell of pancakes, of vanilla, and it would be Joe's Kitchen or something like that. Um, just in, like pancake batter, and it would be Joe's Kitchen or something. I don't know. That's just an idea that if I would translate it, but I'm not a candle maker. And I don't think, um, I'm a necklace maker, <laughs> but um, those are some ideas. Well, what I really liked was that they said, if you could participate in another party, what are some author gifts that you would like? Who knows, this might be good research for me in the future. And they were just honest with their participants. Many, many people put, I loved mugs. I loved author mugs. So think about that. I don't know about getting vendors, we're, you know, getting lists of vendors that create these things that you don't have to buy a bunch of them. You could pre, you know, you could make your design on Canva, send them the design, and then allow them to print as needed. But a lot of people were talking about coffee cups with maps on it, with characters on it, with profiles on it. Um, so consider the mug idea. I'm going to research that a little bit more as I hold up my coffee mug right now. I would definitely, if I did a mug, mine would not be just the big old thing that I have a hard time fitting in my cabinets now because we have a lot of them. Mine would be a travel mug because I'm always on the go. So I would appreciate a travel mug. Um, author t-shirts, people wrote that down. T-shirts for the book. And I'm thinking, you know what? If somebody's walking around with a t-shirt, somebody's walking around with your mug, that is a great way to promote your book. That is so much free advert. Well, it ain't free advertising, but you know what I mean. So be creative. Um, 
they put handcrafted items from the author which I really like because that's my job. Uh, the Lord gave me that idea for the Bible verse necklaces for my Etsy shop. So um, I appreciated the people that said handcrafted items. And that means they're limited. That means that, you know, the author's not getting them reproduced by a vendor, but they're taking their time to craft for their readers. Um, so that one was on there. Bookmarks and such. Well, the author gave away bookmarks, but they were not their own bookmarks. They were very popular bookmarks that would be in the sci-fi genre. They also gave away um, Harry Potter um, merchandise. Now, I am a huge Harry Potter fan. And so, you know, think about people and book series that they, that they just love and they navigate to. And that one was a huge draw. Um, asking you what house you're in and as simple as that and you win a free pair of socks so yes you have to pay shipping for the socks but socks it's going to cost you like for me based on this etsy stuff if it's less than a certain weight it's like three dollars and 66 cent if you're going across time zones in the united states it was like four dollars and six cent so think of shipping to be four dollars and then the price of your sock kit so I'm going to give you some, some, and it's not thrift, it's thrifty advice in my opinion. When you're out there shopping in the world, okay, and if my husband doesn't listen to these, and I'm glad because he's going to say, oh no, you're not storing anything else in our closet. You've got too many books in there already. Here's my little advice to you. When you're out there shopping in the world, and if you're at Hot Topic, um, or if you're at, you know, FYI, and some of those merchandise places that have a lot of you know, very popular items. Five and Below has so many of these kind of Stranger Things type stuff and the Harry Potter stuff. Sam's stocking was filled with Harry Potter stuff from Five and Below. When you're going, when you're going out shopping, always have it in the back of your mind. Is there something that I could give as a gift, as a giveaway? In the clearance section, you'll save yourself some money. Put it away, even if it's a candle, guys. Because people were like, oh, I love candles. The candles were a great idea. Thank you for the candles. Okay? So, think about candles. Think about things that you can give and gift. And you know we always have our books on the brain anyway. It's not like we can turn off our author life. So, that's a note to self. I did that to myself last night. I said, okay, I'm going to start keeping my eye out. Because, um, because I don't have a lot of budget to do these extra things and these extra things were great i really like them as the participant but i can ha i have to do it in a more thrifty manner so how can i do that i can keep my eye open at clearances all right so the next thing that i noticed was that it was time lapsed it was very consistent so that way if you went away to check on something when you came back it would pop up in the little notification that the author has commented or that the author has posted in the event so if i was you know in the middle of talking about kindred spirits or watching the scary scene where this thing was crawling on the wall on the ceiling i'm at the point where I, di I didn't look at the party for a few minutes i went back and i caught myself back up i really like that about the way that event was because in a live you can't do that you just missed all of that so the flow was really good think about your flow and it was varied so think about a ton of questions that you could ask your reader that would pull emotional appeal 
and research for yourself and stay within your genre and be specific. And think of how you can incorporate images in every one of your posts. So we get to this author. Now this author, she wants to have more of a, like a, maybe that FaceTime experience with the reader or the participant. So she actually attached a video. So here's a best-selling author who's made a quick video and she's like, my book is out. I can't wait to share a copy with you signed. Here's what you have to do. And she tells the directions of what you have to do. So you are forced to watch the video. The directions are not in the header. So I, or not the header, you know what I'm talking about. They're not in the, the opening sentences before the video. It's like click here to find out how you can win. So you are forced to meet this author, which I thought was brilliant. I was like, ooh, I like that. Because then you, I like to see not just the person's face, like over there in the little thumbnail picture that looks like they're all made up and that's on the cover of their book and that's on their all their social media sites. I like to hear the author, see the author. So that was my favorite one, was to be able to see this best-selling author. She's holding up her books. She's talking about her experience, and she's telling you at the very end of her video, please go and, you know, do this in the comments, and you can win. And I also like that she announced her winner right away. Um, she didn't hold it. She, she didn't wait until the end of the party, and maybe that was because she would have had to go. She had to leave. She only was going to give herself, you know, her 15-minute window. And maybe she had to go and, you know, do nighttime bed stories and singing with her own children. And she needed that time. But she still wanted to help this person out as part of the party and promote her own work. Another thing that I noticed. The authors would say, um, to be entered into this giveaway, go and follow me on Instagram. So they're trying to build their Instagram following up. <coughs> they put their Instagram link. They put their website links. No one talked about Twitter at all. It was all Instagram. There were many people that were in the comments, multiple people that were saying, I don't have an Instagram. I'm sorry. I hate that I can't participate. I don't have an Instagram, but can I like you here? And so I really kind of felt bad for those participants because there was a lot of them that did not have Instagram accounts. And I'm going to be honest with y'all. If I wasn't in this author world, I wouldn't have an Instagram account either because I'm, I wouldn't have known how to really utilize Instagram and Twitter and all of those things. And I'm still at my learning curve. So if you're doing that, a lot of these people, as you know, got to have Facebook because they're on Facebook having the event with you. So give them an opportunity to share your book cover on Facebook with a little blurb that you put. Like that way they could just copy it. Hey, I'm in a book party right now with this best-selling author. Look at me. You know, I can't wait to read their book or I've already read their book. You should get your copy because those people that are in that party they may have five, you know, 4,998 friends on Facebook. They may have a lot of family and friends that read the same books that they do, and they are always asking for recommendations. You never know. 
and I bet that they might have a larger audience pool on their Facebook feeds than they would in their Instagram feeds. So that's just a word of advice to you guys. Take note of that. Um, you can put down, you know, if you love Instagram and you're on it all the time, follow me there and then comment below that you followed me and what your name is so I can check and see who you are too on Instagram, right? So that's showing that personal connection. And it's also checking to validate that they did it. Or you can say, you know, share me, you know, on your Facebook. Share, share this video, hit share button and make it public. So your settings are public. So right in the middle of the party, somebody doesn't get on there and say, well, why can't I share it? <laughs> Oops, we forgot to set the, the editing rights to the public. Um, so think about those kind of things. So that way you're hitting a larger audience. So if you're wanting to connect with people, that's great. Build up your Instagram. Lord knows my Instagram needs to be built up. I still don't, I still haven't hit 200 followers on Jen Lowry Writes on my Instagram. But with Facebook, they're already there. So give them a way to participate still. Give them options. And I would say share out on Facebook more than Instagram, but that's just my two cents. Um, do with it what you want. That, that was, and I gave you my reasons why I thought the Facebook pool would be better. Um, and so then, you know, the best-selling author would go away, and then the $20 Amazon gift card reveal would come up next. So in total, if I thought about what that person spent, and I can be wrong, I'm just doing my own little calculations and my financial planning here. I would say that with advertisements, because I don't, I have no clue how much they spend on advertisements, but let's say with advertisements, I'm, I'm stretching here, and with the book box that they gave away at the end, I would say they spent no more than $100, and they had 150 participants. So you have to think about your return, your investment. Now they might not have even spent that much. The, the gift cards that they gave away equaled, a, there was a $20 one and then there was a $10 one that they gifted. Um, the candles, the socks, the um, bookmarks, the trading cards. I don't know how much of those that might've been given to them as gifts or, you know, and the necklace and um, but I thought about all of it, and I would say maybe $100. It could be more. Um, so how could I do something similar to that on a budget? And like I said, be very strategic in your shopping in the future. Um, I was at a party once where they were giving out gift cards to um, coffee shops and things, digital gift cards. Think about mass retailing places that people shop at, and you could do immediate $5 giftings of things, and then you could give away more. You know, while you're at your next, you know, Starbucks, you know, take my book with you and enjoy a coffee on me, or something like that. That's what this person was doing when they were doing a party. Um, they were also giving away really nice gifts at this other party. And I was thinking, how in the world did this fancy person do that? But then I remembered, oh, this fancy person lives in a country club. And then that kind of set my budget back. And I was like, oh, okay, I got it now. And so I really like the way that this author did what they did because it's more feasible for me. Um, I could see spending, you know, 
$50 on a Facebook party, on a launch party. When you do these launch parties, you know, think about ways, though, that you can incorporate more video. I think the videos, when I watch that lady doing the makeup tutorials, I think I'm going to set myself up a place one day, and I'm going to get myself a Sweet Potato Jones background. That way, when I am touring and I'm doing events, I still have my backdrop. The church had a beautiful one Sunday. They're doing the Armor of God by um, Priscilla Schreier. We're doing a group. We're doing a women's group at my church. And they designed an absolutely beautiful backdrop. And I'm going to talk to church people and see how they did that. Um, where did they get it printed? Because maybe they ordered it or maybe they had it specially designed and printed. If they did, I'm going to go behind the scenes on Sunday and I'm going to just ask. They can say, uh, I don't know. Let me find out. Or I can just email the church. Because I loved the way that they had that with curtains draped and everything. Last time when I did my Facebook Live, I used one of my favorite blankets as a backdrop. And we used rope and we tied it between the bedpost. And that was my backdrop. It matched the cover of my book. Um, so I did have me a backdrop piece because I don't have any places in the house. I don't have like a spare room. Um, you know, there's six of us living in the house and we don't have a room anywhere. Um, so in my closet, oh my goodness, remember what I told you about my closet. It's not like I can set up me, myself like a little prayer area in my closet because I'm hoarding books in there and it's stacked with um, bunches of pajamas. So be creative in your backdrops on your videos. Even if you make your videos and um, it's not in your home. And it's like, so you're writing a book and it's about forest and it's set in that setting. Go out and record a bunch of videos with that backdrop behind you to get the feel of the book. Um, that's what I would do with one of my, I have a fighting scene in one of my books. And I would do the fighting scene more at an arena style place to get that backdrop because I love that part in the book. Um, and so think of, be, think of creative ways. If you can't do it inside your house, you can pre-record your videos. And the videos were made. I could tell one of the videos was made by somebody holding up a phone because it was eye level. They were, looked like they were standing up with the way that they were with the bookshelf in the background. It was gorgeous. I'm telling you, that, that book art, y'all, that's some amazing stuff. Um, we've got to investigate a little bit more of that and, and bring out some of our creative well with our book design and our book um, displays. So, you know, think of creative ways that you could do that if you're limited in space. Um, PVC pipes are the way to go. I've already looked at how much it would cost for my husband to build a PVC frame. So when I do have videos, when I do the podcast in the future, and I do recordings with Skype with my interviews and things, because that is my next goal. Everybody, we got to have goals. Um, it's for my husband to build me a PVC pipe stand that we can somehow hide um, keep away in the garage and then I can easily snap it together and then frame all of my work around that and make myself a, a studio um, so it's like almost I'm gonna have a pop-up studio and then I'll be able to carry it with me if I go to libraries schools if I go to events and book signings that pop-up studio is gonna it's gonna not just be something stationary in my house it's gonna be movable easy easy for me because I know my husband's not gonna be going to any of these events with me, so I'm gonna to have to be able to set it up or my boys are gonna to have to set it up. Um, so think of ways that you could do stuff for events, for videos, and then use it again. 
All right, so that was my critique. I stayed with it, and at the very end, they made the announcements of all of the winners. Yes, I was sad, but I got to follow some really great best-selling authors on Instagram that I had no clue about. I got to follow this person. I really like this person's personality. I felt like their personality really was a shining moment for me with this book launch. They felt authentic to me. Um, in their post, it didn't seem put on at all. Um, I really enjoyed the comments that people were writing. I was reading all of the comments to see. I was looking for engagement. Engagement was great with pictures. Engagement was great with childhood connections to things. Um, and so think about very creative ideas that you could um, integrate into an event and always have interactions, always have responses that could appeal to a large group because you want them to not only respond but stay around for the next question. You want them to see what's next. So pray over it. Research parties, research questions, um, and do your own participations. So that way when you're looking you know, as a participant, you're taking notes. Take notes from what it, I, my experience was. And I do feel like that person had a successful party. I know that at the very beginning, they had over a hundred, um, over 150 that stated they were going. By the end of the party, they had um, about 18 likes on the last post. And they had about 30 comments on the last post. So that let you know that over time, some of that participation, you know, was minimalized a little bit. And so what I'm going to do today as extended research is I'm going to see one if the event is still open because I haven't done that this morning. I'm going to go back in. If the event is still open, I'm going to critique which ones had the greatest response. I know the ones I liked. I like the childhood magic. I like the poll I as I want to see if anybody went in back in there and made any comments about gifting ideas because I thought that was brilliant and that's good research for me um, but I also like the one where um, it was like superpowers like if you could have your own superpowers what would they be I want to see responses to creative questions and like silly little 20 question cards um, I like the would you rather questions. Those weren't posted last night. You know, you can think of all kinds of questions like that that could engage. And you could have those videos made. So instead of having everything text, they could click on a quick video. I wouldn't do all video because then I think you'll lose your audience. But I do think, especially if you're having a guest, I loved it when, the, when that one guest put that video up there and then told the directions on what to do because then I got to see a best-selling author in the group not just read something you know that they might have used on multiple sites that I didn't know I felt like that one was very personable so really consider if you do have a guest have your guest to make a quick video I would start emailing people that you know now if you know that you're gonna have a launch party coming up ask people that you know and if they're not a best-selling author, 
you know, we might not have those in our pockets. We may not go to writing conferences. It can be a family member that you just want to get on there and thank them and show their appreciation. And then you can have a gratitude question. Like, that's something I would do. Like, I would have my Aunt Dot prepare something. And my Aunt Dot, um, if she wouldn't make a video, she could at least prepare something. Or she could write a little poem. Or she could do something cute. Because my Aunt Dot's always making up sing songs and things like that. But I'm going to definitely include my Aunt Dot in my launch party. Because she is such an inspiration for me. She's my mama's sister. And I'm not going to cry. Okay? So... Okay, I'm not going to cry. But I want her a part of my launch party. Now, is that going to build up me for promotions and advertisement and getting me to connect with my Aunt Dot's readers? No, because my Aunt Dot is an avid reader of Nora Roberts. It's not like she is Nora Roberts, right? I'm not trying to do that. But I want to, in my launch party, I am going to bring honor to people. Even with my one that I'm going to try to set up in the cafe, I am definitely going to hopefully have my family and friends there and already have a PowerPoint set up with their pictures and their names and um, things that I won't be able to say out loud because I'll cry at my own launch party. But um, I definitely want to show gratitude not just to the people that are in the launch party, but I want to give a shout out to my aunt. And so that question that can go along with that is, you know, who has been a great inspiration to you? Um, and then tell reason why. So think of some things that you can do that also can honor people that you love and invite guests on your show that might not necessarily even be authors. You might know somebody else that is a, a big time person you can have them pop in. So you can be creative with your guests if you don't have these top people. I was not worried about that at all. Like, I already knew my Aunt Dot was going to be at launch party. I'm already thinking about this lady that I just adore that I met on Twitter. It was crazy how we met, and I'm very thankful that we did. And she is an author, and I'm, I'm really thinking about asking her just because I like her personality. And I think you guys would really like her, so... Um, things like that. Like, I'm trying right now. I've got some time. But if you know people, go ahead and email them. I'm planning my, my launch party at such and such time. So I hope that these tips have been helpful to you. I know that that was helpful for me. Um, anytime I see an advertisement and I'm available and I can kind of hang out in these parties, I'm definitely going to do as many of them as I can. I told you that was my goal from 2019. There is no better way than to experience one yourself. You can read a blog about it all day long, but y'all, you need to be in one of these parties. You need to find them. You need to search, you know, Facebook Live event parties, book launches, and go on a search and, and look and go on and sign up for some. And even if you forget, you'll get a notification. Or if you can't make it 100% of the time, people were saying, you know, oh, I've got to take my child to dance class, but I'll try to get on as much as I can. And when I get back from dance, then I'll give you my full attention. I can't wait. I've read all of your books. So you never know. Even if you don't get the uh, people 100% of the time, if you grab them even for a moment, your book is now in their mind. You have been a present piece of their life in that day. And that could either have them talking about your book, buying your next book, you know, in that sale or whatever. 
and consider sale, putting your other books on sale. If you're an indie author like me, consider either doing free promotions of your books during that time. Set it up already to have your Kindle promotions. So that way you can offer either for a free copy or you can offer a 99 cent of your previous books when you're launching something new. So be creative in that way too. Um, your readers will, everybody, every participant, especially if you make it free, every participant has a win-win because that's where you can announce um, throughout the party, oh, it's free right now. Did I say it was free? So go on right now and get your copy too and share it out. This will be the time where you would want them to share it out on all of their social media sites that your book is free. Um, and that can really get you some exposure. So think of that too. All right, guys, I hope you have a blessed day. Good luck. If you've ran one of these parties and you want to give a testimonial, record a video, um, record an audio, send it to me. I'd love to see it. Um, I can post it on my social media sites. I can connect you. If you want to be a part of my Facebook launch, um, send me information about your book. And, you know, let's see if, if we could work together and collaborate because I would love to help you out too. So just send me an email, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com. And I hope to be hearing from you guys soon. And get out there and research and join some Facebook launch parties. I dare you. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.